0: Welcome to the Love Is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to The Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So... If you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love Is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about and not so seriously. Solo on episodes with yours truly and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the biz in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right but haven't yet found Mr. Right then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate because love is coming for your baby in more ways than one. Hello, darlings. Welcome back. I hope that you had as magical a Christmas as Armageddon 2020 was able to offer you. So today if you are listening on the day that the podcast episode has come out it is the 29th of December Christmas uh day was a few days ago we um have a, only a few more days until this few more days until this bloody year is over now this week i always find between christmas and new year can feel so bloody long um, which is why for the last decade, I have always used it as an opportunity. I can't believe the decade I've been doing work on myself. That is insane. A whole bloody decade. Um, I tell you what, it's a hell of a lot different to the decade before. Let me tell you that. And a big part is because of what I'm sharing in this episode, how to end 2020 romantically strong. Um, so I've always used this week between Christmas and New Year as an opportunity to do a super insightful review of the year just gone. And that is exactly what we're going to do together Um, in this Love Is Coming podcast episode, but it is going to have a romantic twist from what I normally do. So if you are someone who is feeling lethargic and low from too much booze and mince pies, or you're someone who has had a challenging 2020 and wants to end it strong, or you know a romantic audit is well overdue, then this episode is for you, and in it, I'm going to be sharing what you need to know if 2020 has been a romantic disaster. I'll be sharing four crucial questions <clears throat> that's hard to say four crucial questions to ask yourself before the end of 2020 and how to set yourself up for romantic success in 2021. Now, to get the most out of this episode, you are going to need to engage with it properly. So, if you haven't already, Grab a notebook, pen and a quick cuppa um, and you can pause the episode right now if you need a few minutes or if you're out, you know, walking the dog, you can listen to it again later and then um, do the engaging part. Ready? Okie doke. Let's get started. So first part, what you need to know if 2020 has been a romantic disaster. This is so simple. It's such simple advice that it might really piss you off. Listen to me though, you are exactly where you are meant to be to learn the lessons that you need to learn. I'm going to say that again. You are exactly where you're meant to be to learn the lessons that you need to learn. The lessons that you need to learn in order to have everything that you want in all honesty. The reason I can say that with such conviction is that has been my own experience and it has been the experience of gosh, hundreds of women that I have coached now. Transformation really is possible. And I'm talking like transformation from some pretty dire circumstances that I mean, I've experienced personally and I've coached women who have been through way worse than I've ever been through. Of course, everything is is always subjective. But I want you to know that if you are listening to this right now and this year has been an absolute nightmare for you, I want you to know that you are not alone. You really are not alone. I'm so sorry that you've had a hard one. But I really hope that you take on board that this could be the uh, the platform that you needed to spring from in order to really change the trajectory of your life. Like we don't change unless we have to. That is just human beings view. We don't change unless we have to. And so, you know, 2020, what this really reminds me of is like people have reacted very differently to this year. Um, and the way that you choose to see this year at this point, you can either have the narrative of like, well, it was been awful and that's that. And things are just going to continue to get awful as we, as the economy gets worse. And, you know, there are a thousand and one reasons, not, if not more out there, of why you, you could tell yourself that things are only going to get worse. Or you can choose a different narrative because whatever you choose, that is going to become your reality. I can say that because even for everything that has happened this year, 2020 in so many ways has been the best year of my life. And I didn't get everything I wanted. You know, I did. I started this year in a good place because I've made that my life's work, both in my career, but also in my personal life. Like I really... Practice what I preach. I don't do it perfectly, but I I put my money where my mouth is. Literally, you know, um, I have my own coaches and and I I do a lot of online programs. And I read a lot of books because I what I have found to be true is uh, the quote from Tony Robbins, which says that human beings are happiest when we're making progress. It's when we become stuck and stagnant, as a lot of people have this year, and they've blamed lockdown. And you know what? There are plenty of other people out there who used lockdown as an opportunity to work on themselves, to get to know themselves, to take a big, to do a big audit of their life as we're going to be doing in this podcast episode. So even if you haven't done that and you, if you're honest with yourself, you look back and go, yeah, I completely wasted those two lockdowns, if I'm honest, Um, just go, well, that's that. And now I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to move forward. And maybe that's exactly what you needed to do and to get fed up enough of yourself to change the story. You know, I only changed, as I said, it's like I had just had enough of my own crap. I really had. So where was I? Total digression as bloomin' purr. I'm really trying not to swear. I forgot I'm not supposed to swear in these episodes um, because then we can't use it for for an audio clip. It's really hard. Um, But uh, no, do you know what will be useful is I think is a little story of, so it's been literally a decade now, my life this time a decade ago. So the end of uh, 2010 was not good. (laughs) I mean, on the outside, I'd done some pretty cool things, um, I was still an actress at the time and I'd done some bits and pieces around the world, but like, honestly, that sounds a lot more glamorous than it actually was. In reality, I didn't. I acted in the World Expo in China and I put on two stone in two months um, because I was eating all the noodles, drinking all the beer, um, not going to bed, like not looking after myself, sleeping around, really, really, really abusive to myself. Got myself in some real scrapes uh, time and time again over there. Um, and long story short, like that rapid weight gain, I've talked a lot about this, but if you haven't heard it before, that rapid weight gain is the biggest blessing in disguise because it's the one thing I couldn't hide from my family. And long story short, ended up going to Thailand with my dad on um, a yoga retreat that he, um, you know, he, he loves going on it. It's like his, his sort of thing he treats himself to every year. Well, not in, not this year, but, um, anyway, the point is before I went with him there, I saw this, um, I saw this, uh, I was, oh, sorry, totally mind fart then. I was lying hungover um, in my friend Selena's bed. we had been out somewhere between Christmas and year. And I saw this book on the bookshelf and I went over to it. I just literally felt drawn to it. And it was called Women Who Love Too Much, which I thought was a really naff title. But basically everything in this book was so... Relevant to my own journey, and it—it it was like you know this is what happens: the right people, places, or you know people, places, things they say in twelve step rooms, opportunities, circumstances. When you are ready, you know it's so true. The teacher does appear, and they, that can that teacher appears in all manner of forms. It can be in a book, it can be in a podcast episode, it can be you know, and it's always just something little at the beginning, and it's you've got to think of it as like a it's like a thread. And you just got to pull that thread and keep pulling and you will get taken on the journey. You don't have to, um, you don't have to work it all out and you don't have to know all the steps. You just have to know, look, I'm, I am right where I'm meant to be. Like, I, how could I be anywhere else? I can't be anywhere else. Like, I'm here. This is my reality. And if like, the first step to changing anything is to take stock of where we are and go, do I want to be here? No? Okay. Well, I've got to start doing things differently. I've got to start changing my approach. But we're going to get to that. So, yeah, I've already kind of spilled the beans on the last section, but I'm going to go deeper into that uh, imminently. So, we're going to move on now. So, the four crucial questions to ask yourself before the end of 2020. Now, this um, is partly inspired by a um, best selling author an American coach, business coach called Marie Folio. And I've just sort of put my little twist on it. So this is where you really wanna get your um, journal and pen. This is such a good way to end this year, particularly this year. But you can do this at the end of any year, really. So the first thing is, what am I proud of myself for? Now, I want you, because this uh, podcast is all about romance and dating and relationships, I want you to ask yourself, what am I proud of myself for romantically this year? Now, everyone's going to have a different answer. And you might go, well, this year was a complete car crash. So you still would have done one thing that you are proud of yourself for if you really dug deep. Maybe you ended it with someone who was treating you badly. Um, Maybe you didn't react when some, you know, when someone really got your goat Um, or, you know, on a date. Maybe you were really kind to someone who, even though there was no spark, you were like proud of how you showed up on that day and proud of how you were honest about there being a lack, you know, not a spark. And you did it in a kind and compassionate way. It doesn't matter how big or small, you know, you might've been like, I navigated a really, um, hard breakup or, you know, I left my abusive ex, like whatever it is. I just want you to take a moment, close your eyes and be like, what am I proud of myself for romantically this year? And that might be one thing. You might have a lot of things. Did you invest in in love coaching or, you know, listening to podcast episodes about your romantic life, which shows that, you know, you are, that intention to grow and learn is there. What are you proud of yourself for when it comes to romance this year? So you might want to pause it there and fill that, uh, answer that question so moving on to question two, what were my biggest mistakes or learning opportunities when it came when it comes to romance this year? What were the big mistakes you made? And what are you going to learn for them and take into your future? So you don't need to keep making the same mistakes. That one's a pretty self-explanatory one. So I don't need to go much more into that. But you know, needless to say, if we don't take stock of what is not working, we are doomed to repeat the same mistakes over and over. And that's not a wise idea. So once you've got that one done, let's move on to number three. What do I want to let go of romantically before I go into 2021? So it might be an ex, it might be a pattern of behavior. um, It might be, yeah, just a, a certain dynamic that you find shows up a lot. When you start dating someone, uh, for example, you know, I'll always drawn to someone who is hot and cold with me. Maybe you're like ready to go, I'm ready to release that now. Like, I don't want to play that out anymore. I'm done. So, what do I want to let go of romantically before 2021? And the final question What was the overall theme of 2020 for me with regards to my love life? What was the overall theme of 2020 for me, with regards to my love life? So for me, I would probably say commitment. Um, in uh, for me, that you know, I thought that was going to be in getting married. So I was gearing myself up until about April, when it was very clear that was not going to be happening. No weddings are going to be happening. Um, I didn't fancy wearing a mask and only having 15 people there. That's, you know, we want to do a big festival because that's where we met. We met at a festival. Um, so the commitment ended up being us buying a house, which is, you know, we're literally on the last part about to complete on, the, on a new house. Um, and it's scary, even though it's like a dream. It's really, and and we are, you know, this has been a long time coming. It has been a hard process. It's taken well, it's weird. It's been, it's hard, hard, but easy. Um, like it's flowed and it was meant to happen, but my God, it took its time. Um, and I I think I'm going to share that whole journey in another episode because I, it was literally like so similar to my journey of attracting my dream partner was attracting, attracting this dream home. And I just want to also say, you know, the lot, like most of my best friends have owned their own properties with their partners for years and years and years. Um, and I appreciate all of us, you know, anyone who's in that position, very privileged to, to ever get there. Um, and I know a lot of people who think it's not even a smart move owning your own house these days. Like everyone's got a different perspective on it, but it's, for me, what it's really brought up is the commitment stuff. It's scary. Like a mortgage is a big commitment, but it's a commitment with that person, you know, as well. Um, and you know, we've both lived with each other's families, Joe's family in the first lockdown and my family in the second lockdown, which has been amazing. But of course, it's going to bring stuff up for both of you at times. Of course, it is when you're used to living away um, when it's just the two of you, whether that's traveling or, you know, we used to rent, rent a flat in London. And so it's really been, you know, I've been challenged this year and um, and it's it's a good thing. As we all know, like all the magic happens outside of our comfort zone. So that's what I want you to think about. What was it? Has it been? um, And try and think of it in, you know, in a positive way. So you might go, well, I had my heart broken. So what's something positive? Like if the theme is you don't want it to be heartbreak, it's like breaking through that's a, that's the same thing as heartbreak it's just a different perspective on it so how can you whatever has been the major thing romantically sort of thematically for you, this this year for you how can you sort of frame that in a positive way it's all about the narrative that we hold for ourselves that is going to make the biggest difference to to the story that we go on to create we're always creating stories we're storytellers we're story making machines um And we make up meanings for everything based on our past experiences. Um, and I didn't have a lot of good ones romantically, but I decided to do the work required to change that narrative. And now, whilst it's not perfect, I have a very different love story and experience romantically, and it's not been easy, but it has been worth it. So finally, how to set yourself up for romantic success in 2021. And I've already mentioned this. It's about changing your approach. It's about changing your approach, realizing my best thinking, I think they say in AA, my best thinking is what got me here. So, you know, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. Another little um, cliche for you, but it's so true. Um, it, Everyone always you know, that Albert Einstein quote, it's not actually, I don't think it actually was him, but everyone always says it is him. It's that, oh uh, God, what is it? Um, oh my gosh. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Um, I don't think it actually was him, but I don't know who it was. Anyway, the point is, you get the idea. Um, it's, if it's not working, you've got to change your approach. It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because the world is mean and awful. It's not because you're doomed and destined to be single forever. It's because you're approaching it the wrong way. Or say the wrong way, just a way that is not getting um, you the results that you want. So not the most effective way, should we say. So you've got to get clear on like, what do I want? And how, like, what is the best way for me to get there? That's where you've got to get support in whatever way that works for you. You know, there's tons of books. Um, there's, there's tons of resources out there, but you have to be the one to actually pick those resources up. You have got to take action. Like I did with that book, women who love too much. You know, I took that book away with me. I read it and I, you know, I took notes on it and I did the suggestions in that book and it changed my life. So at the end of this podcast episode, we are going to give you an opportunity to take action, um, to give you an option if that works for you. And if it doesn't, you know, just take action and get support from somewhere, even if it's not me. You know, I might not be the person for you. My work might not ring your bells. Um, But when you do find something that does, like just be open to attracting in some, some sort of help. I promise you, if you are open to it, it will come in probably in a way you don't expect. Someone will mention something, you'll see a leaflet, I don't know, see an advert on um, Facebook. You have to show up for that guidance that shows up for you. You have to take action because it's not going to work unless you actually do something with it. So my darlings, I hope that that has been helpful please do come and tell me in my free Facebook group, Persia's Love Hub, which of the three tips resonated for you the most and how you plan on implementing that tip. And if there is one thing I want you to take away from this episode, it's that even if 2020 has been a disaster for you romantically, 2021 really does not have to be. It is up to you. So that is about all for now. Make sure that you tune in next Tuesday where I will be interviewing one of my dear friends, the publisher and author, Sean Patrick, about how to rewrite your love story for 2021. It is the perfect follow-up to this episode. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Now, If you know that you need to do some serious work on your love life in order to attract and sustain your dream relationship, but with everything that's been going on in the world lately because of this bloody virus, you just don't have the funds right now to invest in therapy or love coaching, then I created something especially for you. It's called Romantic Reset and it's my four-day mini course designed to reprogram your mindset around dating and relationships. It's worth £862, but is available to buy today for just £37. To find out more, head to getyoursoulmate.com forward slash romantic reset. The link is also in the show notes for this podcast episode. On that note, if you got value from this episode, I would be so grateful if you would like, share, subscribe, and leave me a review to help the podcast rank higher so it can reach other people who want or need the support. So see you next week my love i release a new episode every tuesday but until then remember love is coming for you so surrender to the festival that is life on planet earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you including your soulmate